Welcome back to Hangtime Headlines. I'm your host, Schwally. As always, like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Spotify. Packed house today. We got Dijon, Damian, Drew. What's good, boys? What up? Hello. What's poppin'? Check the stats, dog. I can see the future with my mask off. The Celtics trade Kemba Walker, this year's first-round pick, and a second-round pick to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Al Horford, Moses Brown, and a second-round pick in return. Big-time trade. What do you guys think about it? Huge. Al Horford, we all know he's been collecting cobwebs ever since leaving Boston. Philly was a disaster in OKC. He doesn't even play anymore. But I think that that is a hole that we need. Getting an Al Horford back, I really do think if we had him for the last few years, we would have been way better. Honestly, all this is, you could have given us a broken washing machine and sweaty old pennies. Getting rid of Kemba Walker is the best day in the Celtics franchise in arguably the last year and a half. I like it for the Celtics, but it's going to be kind of sad to see Kemba being completely wasted. The last couple of years of Kemba's prime, just being in Oklahoma City with the Thunder, they've been very active, so I would assume maybe they'll try to ship him out, but with that contract, it's not easy to do. If you want to call that his prime, the last season in Boston, he's got better well, luck playing for Shanghai out in the CBA, dude. He's You're... what, 31, 32 years old? He still has a couple of years left before he's washed up. In Al China. Horford is 35, and you know he's still playing, obviously, a different position. This Al Horford we're going to get isn't the same Al Horford we gave away though. We're going to be relying on his shooting and his three-point shooting because he's not going to be in the paint going crazy going up for rebounds like he used to. He's an old dude, you know? Listen to this. What? We got Marcus Smart as our guard now. That's awesome. JBJT. Time Lord Al Horford. Our bench is a mess, but if we can go out and hire a coach that players like get a Chauncey Billups or something, we're going to get that next big signing, and we're going to be gross. This is the best move the Celtics have made in a very long I time. I don't think Marcus Smart wins you an NBA championship. I disagree. Point guard. I think he does. I love Marcus Smart. He's gritty. He's tenacious. He leads that defense, but he doesn't win you an NBA championship. How? He's the best defensive guard in the league. You watch these games when he plays those games against Houston two years ago. I'm thinking of big playoff games against the Cavs. One of those Heat games... He makes those plays at the end. That's a player that does win championships. But you need a guard who can go and get you a bucket at any moment possible. The teams that are winning right now have those guards. The Bucks have Drew Holiday. He can get you a bucket if For he needs sure. to. You look at the Nets. They have Kyrie. Obviously, he's hurt now, so they have James Harden playing the one. Mm -hmm. In the Western Conference, the Nuggets struggled because Jamal Murray, their guy who goes and gets some buckets, is out. Chris Paul is getting buckets for the Suns. Mm -hmm. In the Clippers series, they've had struggles the last few years because they don't really have that guy who can go and get them a bucket. Donovan Mitchell is that guy in Utah. Yep. Marcus Smart's not that guy. He's a tenacious defender. He's great. He can lock down all of those guys, but he's not going to be able to do it on the other side of the ball. In theory, we've had the structure for that. We've had the max point guards twice in a row. One's a loser. The other one stinks at basketball. Third time's a charm. If we get a real guard and let Smart be the sixth man, the defensive front on the guard side, let him take care of that. We got JBJT, one of the best duos in the league that's young. Keep him happy. Keep him in Boston. Now we got some big guys. We got a vet and we got a young star. No, I completely agree. If we get a guard who is a floor general type of guard, uh conventional NBA guard that you see nowadays, then yeah. Marcus is a great player. I love Marcus, but he's not going to be the guy that's going to get you over the hump. Marcus Smart is a six-man great. And what you said, Dijon, like, I want him on the floor at the end of games for defensive situations. He creates turnovers. He just can't be pulling up from three. I don't know if Smart gets it done, but I don't know if we need another freak. Like, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum they worked very well last year together. They've worked well together in the past we can just tell that the roster around them is not quite there. The depth isn't there. The starters aren't quite at that level. But I don't know if you need like a Kyrie.
Kyrie-level superstar at the point guard position. Well, the thing that I like about this is that you got Robert Williams and Al Horford, who Love can it. probably both play at the same time, and they're both good passing big men, and that's what you need on this team. You got Tatum and Brown, you gotta move the ball around. Do you like that move to GM for Stevens? I think it's interesting. I don't know if I like it, but it's really, really interesting because we're finally getting to see like what Brad Stevens thinks of his players. Like, If Brad Stevens really liked Kemba Walker and he thought that Kemba could come back from this injury and if Kemba was healthy that the Celtics were a championship team, he would have held on to him. He would not have traded him for Al Horford. <laughs> but instead he moved him. And the other thing that I really like about this trade that I've just needed to hit on is that we've had this narrative that you guys have touched on where Kyrie leaves, Isaiah Thomas we treated him poorly on the way out the door, Gordon Hayward gone, Al Horford gone. Even role players like Marcus Morris, Terry Rozier, they're all out the door. And all of a sudden, Boston is becoming a city that players do not want to go to. And so to have Al Horford just publicly want to come back to the city of Boston, be happy to return, he left and, you know, the grass is always greener. He gets to Oklahoma City and they're literally paying him to not play. Like, they're trying to lose. Even Al Horford, who isn't that good, you're good enough where you're going to get us a couple wins. And we don't want that. We don't want that. So the fact that Al Horford said, hey, I want to come back to Boston. This was actually a city that loved me, appreciated me. This is somewhere I want to play. Changes the narrative a little bit because especially when Kemba Walker a couple weeks ago was voicing that he wanted to leave, it was starting to get really dicey. Yeah, it's especially looks bad with like all those guys you just listed too. Like they're all playing really well where they are. You look at Jay Crowder's killing it with the Suns right now. Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward had huge seasons this year with the Hornets. Kyrie's balling with the Nets regardless of what people want to say. Like these guys are going other places and having tons of success, especially for guys like Kyrie and Gordon Hayward who didn't have the greatest of times here in Boston. That looks really bad. And the way that Terry Rozier left where he had a really strong season the year before his contract year, and then he has a horrible last season. Everyone say, oh, we don't need Terry. We don't need him. Get out of here. And he goes down to Charlotte, and he has a solid season. Like It's like, wow, maybe we're holding on to the wrong guys here. Marcus Morris is doing well in L.A. So this Al Horford thing is definitely a good thing. Balling crazy with the hang time.